0: Welcome. This is Attorney Alan Edmonds. I'm your host for this podcast on military discharge upgrades and uh, some of the pitfalls that many people uh, fall into on the application process of filling out properly the application for a discharge upgrade. These applications are very, very important, and uh, many people don't understand what's required I've always uh, encouraged you to consult an attorney. The Edmonds Law Firm is available for you at 800-481-2526. We have been helping veterans for over 46 years with their discharge upgrades, and uh, we are proud to be of assistance. In fact, we have very special uh, low-cost pricing uh, for veterans that need a discharge upgrade. The discharge upgrade is uh, a significant uh, obstacle to millions of men and women that have been in the military and received a discharge that was really unwarranted, unfair, and unjust. The uh, discharge characterizations that are often provided are inconsistent. There's no conformity or uniformity Uh, how they're given, Uh, different branches of the service seem to uh, shoot from the hip, so to speak, uh, not realizing that they are about to ruin an individual's life for years and years and years. As you know, a a punitive discharge or a negative discharge, such as an OTH, other than honorable, or even a general discharge, can cause uh, employment denial can cause loss of employment, can cause a denial for security clearance, can cause a denial of federal benefits, educational benefits, et cetera. It's absolutely devastating. I uh, hope that the uh, Secretary of the Navy uh, and the Secretary of Defense will hear this podcast and uh, make some important changes because uh, the institution uh, is archaic, uh, they have not really uh, come forward and modernized the approach to discharge upgrades. Uh, what's being done today has been done for decades, and there's absolutely uh, no consistency in the process. The discharge review boards, by and large, are uh, overworked. They have uh, a minimum of 23,000 applicants a year. Those applicants Uh, are not being treated fairly, they're not being reviewed fairly. The Discharge Review Board operates at a snail's pace. And uh, I have been an advocate of trying to uh, bring change. But today's case is amazing. I want to share some facts with you just to show you how preposterous uh, sometimes the military operates. And I wish I could say this case was isolated. I've done these for 45 years. And uh, we filed a brief in support of a military upgrade for a young man who had been in the uh, Navy for a year and uh, 10 months. Um, he was uh, discharged with a general under honorable. But the characterization and the reentry code and the narrative are absolutely devastating and we're going to get to that in a minute. The facts of this case are amazing. He had, uh, the barracks were uh, unfit for uh, habitation. Uh, They had mold in them. Uh, They were overcrowded. Uh, They didn't have hot water. Uh, In this particular case, this was in Paris Island. And uh, there was huge problems, overcrowded, as I said. And uh, my client petitioned and was granted a... uh, BAH to use a trailer next to the barracks. He bought a small trailer that he wanted to live in. It was initially approved. His big mistake is that he ran an electric cord from the trailer to the barracks. And he was cited for this and was taken before a uh, NCO board. And the NCO board, as you know, is non commissioned officers. Uh, they're older, uh, they're, uh, often, uh, not well informed and, um, they follow whatever the commanding officer wants, whether it's right or wrong. And the NCO board, uh, punished him pretty severely. And, uh, he left the NCO board. Uh, they told him he could not, uh, have power to his trailer. Uh, he was taken to uh, captain's master office hours. And uh, it went downhill. And then he was given a uh, administrative discharge from a Navy that he really loved. He loved his uh, uh, co workers, he loved his uh, friends in the Navy. And uh, he left the NCO board went outside and was nauseous and sick. He had stomach uh, cramps. He buckled over because of the stress. And along came a master chief who ordered him to stand up. The client was on the ground uh, with severe cramping. He ordered him to stand up. He could not stand up. Along came a commander, a female commander who he didn't even see cause he was on the ground. And then he was cited for disrespect to an officer because he didn't stand up and salute her. Talk about a incredible calamity of events and poor decision-making on the part of the Navy with the uh, master chief as well as the commander. And uh, my client was punished Kicked out of the service with a general under honorable and uh given a DD two fourteen that said misconduct serious offense, uh, was given an RE4 re-entry code and a general discharge. The general discharge in time prevented him. He applied to many, many jobs, was uh granted uh interviews for the jobs, went through the process, was hired, and then they reviewed the narrative on his DD-214, which said, separated for misconduct, uh, serious offense, and they withdrew the job offer. This is a plight that thousands and thousands of veterans have every day. This is where the Navy washes its hands and doesn't attempt to rehabilitate its own for minor offenses. The fact that this individual received a DD 214, that has language on it that says serious offense is outrageous. This was not a serious offense. The fact that a a minority member commander uh, chose to make this an issue that he was disrespectful because he physically couldn't stand up is, uh, speaks more about the commander and her inability to uh lead she wasn't a leader and then of course the master chief ordering this client to uh, this young sailor to stand up when he's convulsing on the ground is ridiculous these are the type of cases the Edmonds law firm deals with we've been helping people across the united states as i said for 46 years and uh These cases are a very grave concern for me. I've taken these cases to uh, the White House, to Capitol Hill, to the Secretary of Defense, and to uh, Secretary of the Navy. I am hopeful that uh, somebody will enlighten them that uh, one of the reasons they can't recruit and retain is because the mentality of active duty NCOs and, uh, and some officers. Uh, who wants to work for an organization that uh, uh, cannot show compassion, cannot show loyalty uh, to its enlisted members? And that's the uh, major concern that all branches of the military are having right now. They can't fill their quotas. They've lowered uh, standards uh, for enlistment. and uh, But the word is out, and the word is out among all of you, That, uh, working in a military environment, if you're enlisted and you're high school educated, it can ruin your life instead of enhance it. And, uh, there is no rehabilitation, no concern for the enlisted member, but rather a very draconian, a very harsh, uh, treatment of enlisted by NCOs, non-commissioned officers, and by, uh, junior uh, officers in the uh, military. And the word is out and nobody wants to enlist. They're giving uh, huge enlistment bonuses, but they recover the enlistment bonus once they kick you out with an OTH or a general under honorable. They uh, fine you, forfeit you for the most ridiculous offenses as in this case. And uh, the long and short of it is that uh, uh, now they're, they're in a panic They're in a crisis because the army and the Navy can't uh, fill their barracks. It's really interesting. I told the president of the United States in a formal petition recently, I said, the barracks are soon going to be empty because nobody wants to join an organization that backstabs people, doesn't treat them with respect and dignity. And that's exactly what's happening. And uh, I'm, I'm a advocate of change. Uh, I don't know if my voice is gonna be heard, but I'm trying very hard. What I wanna talk about today though, is this application for the review of discharge uh, from the armed forces. It's a DD form 293 and how you fill it out is important. You should have an attorney do it. Uh, You can call us at 800-481-2526. But what I want you to know that uh, you have uh, different actions for relief and uh, they're in block 18 and, and one is character of service and if you get an OTH or a general or, or a BCD uh, you have to take other steps with the BCD which is uh, clemency but you want to change the character of service. The separation code uh, sh- could be changed but definitely the re-entry code. In this case my client received for failing to stand up when he had stomach cramps and couldn't stand, he received an RE4. And then you can change the narrative reason for separation. And we petition to do just that. Uh, We want the words uh, serious misconduct struck from the uh, DD-214 because it's an outrageous label to stick somebody with who's uh, a young person under the age of 20 uh, believe the recruiter, believe the posters, the recruiting posters and the pictures, and then ruined his life. The military ruined his life because their lack of uh, leadership and understanding and compassion. So how you fill these out, these applications are extremely important. Our office uh, sends the application in with a booklet of exhibits and a legal brief, Uh, it's called mitigation. And uh, we have been trained to do this. Uh, We would be happy to help you. 800-481-2526. Please listen to my other podcasts about appearing before the Discharge Review Board. You never want to go in front of the Discharge Review Board uh, without legal counsel. Uh, Sometimes the board members are absolutely hostile and disrespectful. They humiliate. They shouldn't do that but I'm not saying that happens in every single case. It does not. I've been in front of some boards that are absolutely professional. The members are professional and they appreciate the seriousness uh, of the petition that the applicant is making. Other boards are just the opposite and they can be uh, full bird colonels that act like uh, children. And uh, I have uh, taken some of them to task uh, for their uh lack of professionalism and their inability to treat people with dignity and respect that appear before them when you have an attorney for these boards uh, you have a, uh, a protector so to speak i tell my clients there's two reasons i go to these discharge review boards and the first is to try and win a favorable decision for an upgrade and the second reason i go is to protect them and they say what i need protection And uh, after the hearing, they say, wow, that was incredible. I can't imagine what would have happened if you weren't there, because some members get so indignant and and so disrespectful. And what you don't realize is that the members themselves, this isn't a promotion billet, I'll tell you that. And uh, those members that are sitting on that board, you have to ask them, how many times have you been passed over for promotion? And uh, how many divorces have you had? And you you can ask questions to qualify them as a sitting member. Uh, They don't like it, but they're going to ask you the same questions. And uh, they don't like it when you treat them in a professional, courteous way to find out if they're qualified to hear your case. Again, you're not trained to do that, but a lawyer is. And that's just one instance where uh, a lawyer in the proceeding can be extremely helpful to you. So I hope you'll uh, be careful with the discharge review petitions. Uh, I hope you'll call me at 800-481-2526. I'm happy to answer your questions. And uh, I hope that uh, in the future, your upgrade will be granted. Thank you.